0: Good afternoon everyone. How's everybody doing? Hi. It's uh Raymond Ricks the second, your host for Inner Visions of the Rare Earth, finding happiness. Yes. It's all about loving yourself. It's all about believing in yourself when others don't believe in you. People can come to your face and talk trash all day long. And you f- and you know, they will do it to the point where they make sure that you're mentally and spiritually broken. But I want to tell you that you're not on this world to people please everyone. This is not about people pleasing. It's about healing yourself. And it's about pleasing the Creator who has made a blueprint, a map for your success. Okay, um, the spiritual laws of success was probably the most powerful, powerful. Think I've read, and and you know the um, you know that that episode of um on Prime with a uh, you know Draymond Green was very inspirational, very powerful and uplifting. All right, I love Draymond Green. I love the way he plays the game. I consider him a future Hall of Famer because. He is willing to sacrifice his stats to help the team win. He is sacrificing his game so that the team can go out and win a championship. That's a sign of a great player. Tim Duncan is the same way. He might not put up gaudy stats all the time. I know late in his career, his uh production slipped, but he decided to sacrifice his game so he can uplift and help the team win and reach out to him that's that's a sign of a true leader and so special shout out to draymond green special shout out um yes yes um. I want to give a special shout out to one of my favorite uh, blog talk radio podcast hosts I've ever encountered with, uh, Don Nicolion and uh, Nefertiti surviving the game. Much love to both of you too. You two have inspired me to do the podcast, but you two have inspired me to look at certain things differently. As far as finance, as far as you know, selling yourself. I mean, it's all beautiful. And you you two saved my life. I wanna say thank you, both of you. That's right. So I wanted to get into the uh chakra levels here with everybody. Yes. So, um, hold on one second, everybody. Yeah, give me one second, uh. Read it before, but in this WebMD web um, page, in this article, some spiritual views hold that our body is more than just physical and mental. It is also an energetic system called chakras. Chakra is a Sanskrit Sanskrit word that means wheel or cycle. There are 7 main chakras situated along the spine from the base of your spine to the crown of your head. This age old belief has become integrated into many new style I'm sorry to into many new age styles of thought. Chakras are thought to provide subtle energy that helps your organs, mind, intellect work at their best level Chakras and spiritual energy have not been thoroughly examined in medical studies, but they may help you think about your own mind and body like any religion or belief. All right, so when you're doing the chakra levels, it's basically cleansing you, but it's also whatever problem or nervousness or issues you ever have when it comes to work or when it comes to a person or when it comes to you know outside the home inside the home or whatever whatever issues that is a heavy burden to you just sit in a natural yoga pose meditate do a little yoga exercise meditate, and release the stress, release the toxic energy that has been buried underneath you. All right. The main chakras, the root chakra. The root chakra or malandara in Sanskrit is the first and primary chakra believed to be located at the base of your spine. It is linked with the, red, the color red and the element of the earth. So it, so it's connected to the world and to control feelings of survival, ambition, dependency and stability. So as a primary source of energy, it's unbalanced can lead to feelings of deeper fear and insecurity that will hurt your drive and succeed. You know, we're now if you ever had a situation where, you know, you have fear of going after something or going to work or going into an event because you have to bump into some idiot who wants to give you this false narrative about yourself that hey, you can't produce like others can you're not fit to work with me you're not fit for the crew you're not fit at all but the creator of the planet earth he has a different say. He knows you more than your own family knows you. He knows you more than the, the critics know you. He knows you more than a stranger knows you. So your your job is not to please the people. Your job is to please yourself and follow the creator who has built this wonderful blueprint for you okay your relationship with the creator is or as I should say the God of your understanding or if, or atheist if you believe in yourself that you're the God then hey that's fine too. just follow the, the excuse me just follow the blueprint Follow it. All right. So, with that in mind, do a little breathing exercise in a yoga pose. The sacral chakra. Below the navel, the Zans, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pronounce it, the Zanshist Dahana chakra radiates the color orange and represents the element of the water. The sacral chakra is considered to be responsible for sexuality, creativity, and intuitiveness self-worth compassion and adaptivity when the chakra level is unstable it thought to causes emotional outbursts lack of creativity and sex obsessed thoughts yes me when my chakra level is so unbalanced I think of some things that I shouldn't be thinking of sexuality wise like okay I You get, okay, a woman I see on TV. Oh, okay, her body looks good. Or a video I watch of a woman with, you know, a swimsuit. And others have that thought too. You have thoughts of making love to somebody knowing that you're married. But the, pray, but the praying, meditation, um, prayer, meditation, and cleansing out your chakra level, you know, watching mature videos that you're not supposed to be listening to, I mean, watching or listening, those are something that you have to cleanse out. You have to pray on it. You have to seek help. You have to... You have to develop your spirituality. Enough to know that... If you're married to somebody. If you're... um, In a promising relationship. Your thought process should be... With your wife... Or women, your thought process should be with your husband as far as intimacy. Okay, with me in the past, I love mature videos. Love mature videos. I love. It's like I had thoughts of making love to a mature, older woman. Because I mean, I love women. But then when I had to dig deep, when I was seeking help, when I was seeking spiritual help, I realized that my mind was so unbalanced, my spirit was so unbalanced that eventually it led me to make unwise decisions. It led me to make decisions that is very immature. It causes me to have an emotional outburst that lets people know that I'm not stable. So it's so important for us to cleanse our chakra level. So take some deep breaths. Release the toxic energy. Cool, cool. the solar plexus chakra manipura the sanskrit name of the solar plexus chakra manipura means city of jewels it is believed to be found between the ribcage and the navel and the color is yellow and is connected to the element of fire The solar plexus chakra is the center of the self-esteem and emotions like ego, anger, aggression. It's thought to present itself on a physical level throughout digestive problems, liver problems, or diabetes. On an emotional level, if the chakra plexus, is, I'm sorry, if the solar plexus chakra is imbalanced, it is believed to cause feelings of depression and low self-esteem. When it's balanced, it would become a source of energy, productivity, and confidence. When you have that balance of this, your energy is 10 times fold. You'll feel more happy when you're at work. You'll have the energy to complete an assignment. You have the energy to think things through. You have the energy to plan it out and get the job done. And you will have the confidence to know I can do anything. Repeat, I can do anything that the creator has put in front of me. And that's where that cleansing of the chakra comes. But those who are in balance, they're thinking they're God's gift to the world. They're thinking that their spirituality... And their connection with God is more powerful that they think that they are more saved and have the advantage with other people. That's called the ugly ego side of spirituality. They're not there to heal people. They're not there to reach people. They're not there to love people. I know people who are like that. They claim they love God, but their ego is so... Destructive. I mean, so destructive that they lose their spirituality, they lose their consciousness, they do things to hurt people when, in fact, they are the real problem. So be careful of the spiritual ego. The spiritual ego is the most destructive force of nature. It is the most destructive toxic energy that is known to man or woman. So, breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Alright. The heart chakra is considered to link to compassion, trust, passion and love for self and others. We need Anahata chakra is out of balance is believed to cause anger, lack of trust, anxiety, jealous, fear and moodiness. An overactive heart can lead through high blood pressure, heart palpitations, and heart problems. It is good to love, but it's good to love yourself first. Find yourself, fix yourself, fix your finances, fix yourself, fix your home, and the rest will follow. The problem with finding love is that people are so quick to try to find love, trying to find that pleasure in a man or a woman. They're so obsessed with it that they lose their common sense and their heart is caught up. And when things don't go as planned, your heart can be affected. Your high blood pressure will rise can lead to heart problems. So, to save your heart, to help your heart, focus and love thyself. Focus and build yourself. So, take some deep breaths. Get rid of that toxic energy that has plagued the heart, the chakra. If you're emotional, go ahead and let that emotion out. Let those tears flow. It's all right. What it is, is you're releasing that toxic that has been inside that chakra for so long. It's time. To open that door and release that toxic energy once and for all. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. The throat chakra, Vishuddha. The throat chakra is thought to control the neck, mouth, tongue, and other parts of the throat area. It is the color blue, and is tied to self-expression, communication, confidence. When it's balanced, you can communicate better. You can communicate better in a positive level. Like they say, the words that you speak or the tongue is like a sword don't cut through a person's heart will it cut the flesh and then stab the heart so it is mindful of what you say to a person you don't have to love what the person says or do you don't have to like it you don't have to love it but You can always be as respectful as you can. Be loving. Because as I say, hurt people hurt people. Your your ugly ego will be the destruction of planet Earth. It will be a destruction to your family. But most importantly, it will be a destruction to you. Trust and believe me, I, I was one of them. I will say things that are mean-spirited. I will say things that would hurt a person's mental because I was teased all my life. I was called names. I was called so many things. To the point where I wanted to get out of planet Earth. I had suicidal thoughts. I wanted to take my own life. I wanted to hang myself. Find the nearest rope. Tie it up into the closet. So no one would find me. I've dealt with heartbreaks in relationships. I've dealt with rejections at the job. I've dealt with bullying at a job and in school but didn't have the courage to fight back and it was killing me. It was killing me. But when you have a connection with a creator and Buddha was, is my creator Buddha is who I look up to. Then your whole mentality, your whole attitude just change. It doesn't happen overnight, but now you see things that some people that can't understand. It's because you're now a new human. You're now a spiritual human. You're not just a human. You are a spiritual human. And a spiritual human has that positive energy. You don't care what religion someone else believes. You don't care about the personality that someone has. You don't care about the mood swings. You don't care about what their upbringing is. You don't care. You just care and love about the person. Like Dr. Phil Valentine said, spirituality, positive spirituality is totally different from religion. Positive spirituality carries more power, carries more weight. It carries more positivity than any religion can ever offer you. A Christian will tell you, my God, my pastor has done so many wonders for me. I know what my pastor says is true. You go to church every day, but gossip about somebody behind their backs. You create this false narrative about you being Mr. or Ms. Goody Two-Shoes. When in fact, your tongue is so toxic it could kill someone. You are just as dangerous, even more dangerous than the devil himself. What makes you more better than a regular alcoholic? What makes you better than a drug addict? Have you healed someone? Have you helped someone? Have you uplifted someone? Those that you gossip about behind your back. Have you tried reaching out to them? Have you tried loving them? Have you actually prayed for them? Like you said you would instead of gossiping. You are so toxic. You're very toxic. Christian man, Christian woman, which are gossiping. You are the problem of society in the world. You need to cleanse your chakra before you can do any sort of spiritual activity. Not all Christians are toxic. Some Christians are very spiritual. But man, I've known some toxic Christians who don't even practice spirituality. They hate themselves so much that they lose sight of what God can do for them and what God has told them to do. So, breathe. Breathe out. Let the tears flow. Let all the emotions go. Cleanse your chakra. There you go. There you go. All right. The third eye chakra. The third eye chakra or or Ajna chakra is set between the eyebrows. And it's represented by the color indigo it is a focal point of the third eye chakra it is believed to control your intellect intuition, wisdom and spiritual power now if you don't cleanse it if it's unbalanced you have a migraine, you have a headache blurry vision or blindness you see when you are unique and when you decide to be different the mainstream people in society then you will open up a spiritual power that is so powerful I mean it's so powerful you become a spiritual powerhouse you don't have to brag about it you don't have to act like one of these superheroes on television. Your positivity will create more power, will will create more attractiveness, will create more healing to other people's broken heart or depression or anxiety. You, my friend, with your positivity, is the real superhero. You, my friend, have the characteristics Of the God of your understanding. You are the golden standard. You are the gold standard of the planet because you are willing to constantly cleanse your chakra, constantly work on yourself, constantly be the positive force of nature. All right, you are the characteristics of the Creator. It's better than what Jesus did when he was trying to turn water into wine. It's better than what Jesus was trying to do feeding five thousand people with a loaf of bread if you believe in that. well, Christians believe it that that's cool, but I know spirituality. I'm going to say it like this. Spiritual people fall fall down and make mistakes. Spiritual people have a lot of errors that they've created. But the difference is they stand up. Hold themselves accountable. They look in the mirror and they sit down, talk, so they can find ways to fix it. Those with spiritual egos, they could care less. They will let who they hurt hurt and go on about their business. Those are the toxic spiritual people you want to you want to not take advice from. So breathe in, breathe out, let it go, let it flow, let that toxic energy out, cleanse yourself, there you go, there you go, cleanse it, cleanse it, there you go. Last but not least, the Crown Chakra, Sahastrara. The Crown Chakra is at the top of the head, the highest of the seven main chakras. The Crown Chakra color is violet or white, also known as the Thousand Petal Lotus Chakra. This is considered the most spiritual of the central chakras. Opening the crown chakra believed to connect a person to the higher self says it's the place of spirituality, enlightenment, and energetic thoughts. It is tied to the inner wisdom of the cause modes with unbalance. It can influence depression, anxiety, disconnect yourself from the outside world. More likely you will find ways to commit suicide because you don't feel as if You belong in the planet that the creator has made. You get so depressed, you try to do cosmic or plastic surgery on yourself. Which means you've given the middle finger to the creator. You do harm to yourself. You do harm to others. You think irrationally. You get so depressed that you may even affect and hurt people. And those who are struggling, who are going through it right now, I will tell you it's not over. You can change right now if you just believe in yourself. If you connect with the God of your understanding, let him heal you. I am definitely here for support. I love helping people. I love helping people, man. Listen, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to talk to people. It's a blessing to try to find what they need healing from. You are special. You are unique. You are talented. You have a gift. I don't care what the critics say. I don't care how many, I mean, how many negative words they've said to you. I don't care. The creator says something different. He says you're a loving person. He says you're a smart person. He says you have all the great talents in you. So stop following those negative energy people who want to bring you and kick you down. Because the creator, the God of your understanding, he is true love. He is true power. The negative opinions of somebody else's is not a reality. Never has and never will. Don't never give them credit to motivating you. The God of your understanding was the one that gave you the energy and gave you the power to overcome everything and win. In that movie, Blue Hill Avenue, um, the character Ellen Payne plays when confronting crime boss Clarence Williams III, Rest in peace, Clarence Williams III, I love him. But Alan Payne, he said to the crime boss who tried to overtake him, you can never beat me. You can never beat me. No matter what you do, you can never beat me. Those of them are those are those people who... Have said negative things about you. Those people who gossip about you negatively. Those people who try to down you. Who try to use the power of their tongue as a sword. To destroy your confidence. They can never beat you. Why? Because their tactics won't work. Their negative words cannot work. They do that because they know. They don't stand a chance against you. They know they don't stand a chance against me. They know they have no power. They're weak. They're a dying breed. They need all kinds of leverage to try to get ahead. They can't beat you. They're weak. You got the power. Use it. Connect with your real spiritual advisor. And that's the creator. That's the God of your understanding. Et cetera, et cetera. It's about love. Loving yourself. Yes, everybody. Um, wow, that was powerful. <laughs> Yeah, it was real. It's real powerful. It's. This is beautiful. You know. Loving yourself. Is the best way. To heal from. Any issue. That has been thrown your way. I want to. Thank the people. Of Portugal. Portugal. To the people of Portugal, I got so much love for you. Thank you for um, listening to my show. That means a whole lot. Now, 12 or 13 different countries they are listening It's about creating a real ministry. The ministry of truth. The ministry of healing. The ministry of loving yourself. but a a ministry of loving others we know who the real enemy is but it's about being open mindedness and being truthful knowledge of self, knowledge of wisdom carries a major weight in developing a spiritual power of positivity much love to the people in Portugal. Much love to the people in the United States who are listening. Um, much love to everybody all across the globe. Thank you for listening. Um, and other planets, much love to you. Um, this is very, very powerful, very informative. And, you know, I want to say a special shout out to a gospel artist is Helen Baylor uh, I love your song I really do you you know when I was listening to your song when I was going to when I was going to the doctor to check out my injuries I listened to your song when I listened to your testimony when I was uh, listening to lifting up the name of Jesus I was like I was like in tears, man. Your words have really helped me develop confidence in me. So, Ms. Helen Baylor, I want to say thank you and I want to say I love you. I've never met you before in my life. But just know I'm one of your biggest fans. Your testimony is very uplifting. It really is. So special shout out to Helen Baylor, the gospel artist, one of the greatest gospel singers ever to grace planet Earth. Yes. At one point, I thought it was Yolanda Adams, but after continuing to listen and listen and listen, Helen Baylor is the greatest. She's one of the greatest singers, greatest Gospel singers ever. So, I love you, Miss Helen Baylor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, in a little bit, I'm going to um, play this song by Helen Baylor. Um, very uplifting, very positive, and you know, it's a song that I'm going to close the show out with. So we have a couple of parts. We're going to listen to her testimony. And we're going to listen to her music. So So until then, my inner visionary lights, I love you very deeply. And remember, it's all about you. It's all about how you heal yourself. How you teach somebody. And how you present yourself in the order of the creator. Until then, much love. Always. And remember to make the impossible possible. I love you guys so much. You guys take care. Bye-bye.
1: back in Tulsa Oklahoma and I used to sing for the Lord and I used to sing in the adult choir and I loved the Lord with all my heart by the time I was nine years old I was gung-ho and my grandmother even said to me one day she said you know baby God's gonna use you one day and I, I didn't know what she meant but I knew I liked the sound of God using me by the time I was 11 years old my mother and father and my five brothers and my little sister, we moved from Tulsa to California. My, my dad's job has transferred him out of here. And by the time I was 12 years old, I found myself in the nightclubs in Los Angeles. My mom and dad used to go to the clubs on the weekends. They didn't know the Lord Jesus. And grandma wasn't around anymore, so we just quit going to church nightclubs at 12 years old, and that was the worst place and the last place I needed to be. But I had a grand-grandmother. By the time I was 13 years old, I had recorded my first single and began to open up for people like Stevie Wonder and Aweevee Franklin, B.B. King, and Bill Cosby, and I remember opening up for him one time, and things began to happen. Anywhere. Things began to happen all around me. The devil had a, 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 a trap set. He was going to set me up because, see, I liked it. I liked the money. I was making a lot of money. And I liked the glamour. And I liked the applause because that said, I loved you. We all want to be loved. I didn't know that Jesus loved me. I didn't know a thing. When I was 16 years old, I had, had a baby out of wedlock, and by the time I was 17 years old, I left home and joined the cast of hair, and I began to travel all across the country. I was making more money than my mom and dad put together by then, and things were looking pretty good. Then I was introduced to marijuana devil had a trap set. Next thing I know it was pills. Pills to get up in the morning and pills to go to bed at night. Then it was the alcohol. Then I became very promiscuous and ran around with a lot of people I had no business being with. And one day I was introduced to cocaine and I know that all drugs are a spirit. This cocaine became my best friend. And I began to hang out with the devil and I did everything that I was big and bad enough to do. And I'm not glorifying him. I'm just letting him know that I don't belong to you. Hallelujah. I've
2: been set free.
1: Hallelujah. Glory to God. I went on for about 12 years of my life and I traveled with people and I worked with Chaka Khan and Rufus and I worked with Captain and and all the people in the studios and I was good at my job and I was quick and I could demand double, triple scale and I went to work and I was high every day. The devil was trying to
2: kill me I had a praying grandmother never turn her back. Hallelujah.
1: One time when I was in Houston, Texas, I met a man there, and I was getting ready to go on the road with Shaka Khan. And there was a group going on the road with us, Heat Wave, and they had a man working with them, and he was doing their lights. And he, I didn't know this, but I met him on the road, and he was a nice guy, and you never would know it to look at him. But he was also, not only was a light director, but he was a cocaine dealer. The so devil knows how to really do stuff. So we began to be friends, and we began to date. Him. And um, you know, I began to get all the cocaine I wanted for free. How many of you know it wasn't for free? But we came home, me and this young man, and we began to live together. And he was still selling drugs, and I began to make drops for him. I was dropping off cocaine and making a lot of foolish uh, turns in my life. And my life began to do this far, down the fire. I was going to hell. Then I began to watch Christian television.
0: I'm sick of being ghosted by your sunscreen. Boo. I began
1: to watch Dr. Frederick Casey Price. No matter what time we went to bed on Saturday night, whether it was 3:30, 4:30 in the morning, somehow our eyes popped open at 8:30. Evidence. <laughs> and I, I have to be honest with you. I used to sit there with my pre-rolled joints from the night before, and I used to fire up a joint and watch Doctor. Kind of, you know, Dr. Price, I, you know, you know how I am. I used to kind of make fun of Dr. Price. I said, well, just look at him, talking about faith come by here.
0: So
1: hearing by the word of God, the faith came. It so
2: Hallelujah. Go and praise him tonight. Hallelujah. He's worthy.
1: Just see About two years, I watched Christian television. I was in and out and I bought a Bible and I would throw away all of the paraphernalia to smoke crack with and a smoke free base, and we used to make it and make our own. I threw it all in the trash and then I'd go get it again and we'd get high and one night as I was getting loaded, I began to pass out and my head hit the wall <clears throat> and I began to slide down the wall and as I came to, all of my bodily fluids were doing their own thing and I was dying. But I had a praying grandmother
2: and I knew enough to call on the name of Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. It wasn't a couple of days later that I was watching Christian television and Grandma tells me she was laying on her face during this time and she had been fasting for two weeks of just calling on the name. Save my granddaughter. Save my granddaughter, Jesus. I watched Christian TV one night and it, and it was if God Himself said, That's enough. And he rebuked the devil from me long enough for me to make an intelligent decision. And I said, Jesus, if you're turning me back. you'll take me and I said Jesus I know you're real if you'll just take all of this away from me, take all of the drugs, take them away I'm tired. and I want you to know that instantly I was set free instantly I was delivered, hallelujah glory And I want you to know that not only did God save and deliver me and set me free, but He saved that drug dealer. He's my husband tonight,
0: Jesus.
2: Hallelujah. Game of fun. Jesus.
3: Forever, Love and Liberty Mutual, customizing your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Along with fame and fortune, superstardom in the music industry is also tied to death by drugs. Whitney Houston is one of the most recent victims, but her story is not uncommon. Ephraim Graham examines the music machine through the eyes of a performer who survived.
1: Before I could blink, my front teeth were on the landing in the front of the apartment building. Two of them, thank you very much. I began to look for them with blood everywhere.
3: The pages of Helen Baylor's life story are loaded
1: with trouble, trials, and triumph. I was running to get away from the devil. I was running because I had no reason to be alive. I was running. I was running because it was the only thing I could do. She recorded her
3: first single at just 13, became pregnant at 16
1: and performed with Ike and Tina Turner on the Vegas Strip at 17. For a 17-year-old from the hood to come here and to see all the lights and the dancing and the music and the buffets and the lights, it was awesome. And to think that I had a chance to work here was even more awesome. At, at such a young age. At such a young age, yes. That same year,
3: Helen's voice landed her a job traveling the country in the musical hair. She partied hard, then turned to pills to sleep, to stay awake,
1: and to do her job. Finally, I made friends with cocaine. Everyone who needed drugs, even the 30-year-old players in the show, learned to come to me at 17 and 18. They knew I always had a stash of marijuana or hash or something high on drugs
3: she still performed with shaka khan and recorded with the r&b group side
1: effect and i'm going oh this is crazy so i had the baby left home at 17 got hooked on drugs at 17 18 for the next 12 years addicted they got delivered through the prayers of my
3: grandmother. That deliverance testimony launched her now legendary career as a gospel artist.
2: The devil was trying to kill me. I had a prayer, grandmother. Never turn back.
3: For more than 30 years, Baylor has traveled the world telling her story of survival. Privately, she's prayed for the many struggling artists, like Whitney Houston who lost her battle. The final cause of death has been
0: established as drowning due to uh, atherosclerotic heart disease and cocaine use.
1: We were praying for her, we were rooting for her. I remember once seeing her mom, uh, we did a concert together and I asked her, how's Whitney? And and she didn't make a big deal out of it or anything, but it, like a mother, a mother, She looked at me, mother to mother, and said, pray for my daughter. And I just could feel Sissy all over.
3: I could feel her. Houston is among a growing list of iconic artists whose deaths have ties to drugs. Amy Winehouse, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, and Jimi Hendrix still make headlines. It was around, but by the grace of God, we didn't fall into it. Nedra Tally Ross knew Jimi Hendrix before the drugs. He played guitar for her groundbreaking group, The Ronettes. How did you not fall victim?
1: We didn't have people wooing us because we, we were family oriented. We partied with our family <laughs> at my grandmother's. So nobody did anything. And it was a time when the fear of your parent, your my mother, was greater than the temptation that anybody could talk me into. Because she would kill me. <laughs> what personal loss have you
3: suffered to the drug culture?
1: A big one, I think, was uh, Brian of Stones. Dated him. So I'd say that was someone that I did date that that died from drugs. When you have the extreme um, success, can be a downfall because you get people that are with you that don't have your best. They have a job. In this CNN
3: interview, R&B superstar Shaka Khan blamed those forces for her personal battle with addiction and Whitney Houston's death. This
1: machine around us, this so-called music industry is such a demonic uh, thing uh, it's it sacrifices people's lives when she said that i sat there in my bed and just said mm-hmm, somebody gets it somebody else gets it helen says there are demonic elements to the secular
3: music world however the music business in the church is playing right into it turning gospel artists into celebrities with demanding schedules And audiences focusing more on the music than ministry. Church
1: needs to talk about it too. Because it's not just the world. It's church too. And if I have to be the one to open it up, oh well. You know, if I never get another call to sing at your church, oh well. I have to be honest.
3: Baylor is breaking her silence on her latest trial in hopes of helping others. Her husband of 30 years recently walked out. And she found herself alone, addicted to drugs again.
1: This time with a doctor's prescription. I was just connecting the dots. Just going up and singing and waiting to get to my hotel room so I could medicate again. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. I thought my career was over. I said, wow, God can't use me. But a year ago, I got rid of Ambien. And not too long ago, stopped with the painkillers.
2: I want to
3: come home if you take me. Once again, the power of
1: prayer set her free. I had signed up to go to rehab. But God said, I'm the same God that delivered you 31 years ago. I can do it now. I can do it now. And he did
0: I love you, Helen Baylor. I love you. You've touched my heart. You are an inspiration. I've listened to your struggles and I, I, I would love to do an interview with you. I would love to talk to you. You inspire so many people. You inspired me. Helen Baylor, I'm like, now I'm like your biggest fan. <laughs> um,. If you're on Instagram, I will send you um information, but Helen Baylor, keep your head up. You are you, you are an inspiration. Remember that. Until next time, everyone. I am out. But rest in peace to Whitney Houston. Rest in peace to Natalie Cole. Rest in peace to Jimi Hendrix, rest in peace.